Uh, I do feel like garbage though. It's just bad. I'm just so I'm bad. just so like mentally frustrated and and angry. See, I almost wish I. Well, now I guess being hungover is better than mentally yeah. frustrated. My back though, <laughs> I fell asleep <laughs> again. Yeah, like, on the floor, <laughs> face down on the floor, like not even laying comfortably on the floor. Where just... the dog's ass probably sits all the time <laughs> yeah. too, and I just. She, yeah, she. I guess she found me. I don't remember this. I, I when I woke up, I was on the couch, <laughs> so I, I managed to get to the couch last night. But I don't understand why she couldn't at least like kicked me in the head and be like, "Hey, you're like sleeping on your neck, funny, you know, move." <laughs> you got work tomorrow, don't you? Yeah, that sucked. I'd be working eight in the morning. I was like, oh. <laughs> she could at least throw like a blanket on you. Yeah, she could. Well, maybe it was hot. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. To be fair, I haven't slept that well. In like a month, <laughs> like I just slept like a dead body all night, so that was nice. I went to actual bed at about six in the morning. I crawled in. It was like really like the light. It was light out. I was like, this is stupid. Should have just called off. I would have called off. I wasn't off tomorrow. For yeah, the big event. The big event. I don't know when this episode will be released. We're gonna be in Wizard World on the week for the weekend. Up into Pittsburgh. Ugh. I don't know how well this book review is going to go. I feel like shit. You just want to stab people. Well, that might actually... Yeah, that might might be good for the theme. Well, let's see what goes on. Because I like books. I like reading books. And maybe I like this book. Let's discuss. After this musical intro. I'm a soul man. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle You filthy animals. You're listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. How are you doing? I'm your host, Caleb James. With me today, Spencer, the bad boy of Botswana Church. <laughs> I didn't know you were from Botswana. Me neither. It's an interesting one yeah. this week. See, at the beginning of that, I thought you were going John Wayne. Uh, the- hey there, pilgrim. I don't think I could yeah. do a serviceable John Wayne. Or just there until you get to like the buddy or whatever that was there at the end. I was like, I don't remember saying hearing John Wayne say say that, but I thought like that's what that's what you were trying to go with was that that John Wayne pilgrim kind of voice. Uh, I don't know. I just uh, I'm, I'm not hungover. I'm not really thinking properly. My brain is not firing on any cylinders. Barely none. All day I was sitting there like, what am I supposed to be? doing oh shit i'm driving a big truck down the road it's like uh you know what they always show those pictures of like a of a brain scan of an active brain and there's all these different like lights going off there you got like one in the cor- one corner another one like a little on the other end of the skull there's not much going on <laughs> yeah it looks like a brown out in new york and there might be one bigger one in the center of the brain you know just Ugh. keeping the lights on oh my fucking mic stinks again too I did it, did it stop from sneak uh, stinking or yeah it was a, it didn't smell too bad yesterday when I did the the, the two hour podcast what got me so drunk <laughs> the one you didn't happen to be here for no I uh, yeah I don't remember my mic stinking yesterday maybe my hot maybe breath. that's why it stinks probably who knows what I was spitting on this thing okay you know what I'm just gonna go take a nap we'll get back to this later. <laughs> uh, today we have what is this our book of the month. 
I just I, I think we should just book book review. It's like, book, book of the club. month. Oh, book club. But we don't ever do it every month. You don't have to do it every month. They're not gonna know. Who's tracking this so thoroughly that they're going to be upset that, hey, wait somebody's a minute, gonna, there's no book of the month in June. Somebody's going to say something. You know they are. Fuckers. <laughs> well, you know what? When they start giving me money for the show, then they can start having an opinion to voice. All right. That's not going to stop them, though. Just no. Letting, just letting you know. No. All right. Our book of the month, Spencer. All right. If that's your real name, you Botswanian. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't ever know my name until you tell me my name. <laughs> I, and then I use that name for the rest of the week, even like at work, at home. That's well, you have work. to. That's yeah. kind of rule. That's why I do it. Uh, today, we are covering the Black Bun... Oh, fuck. Why was I going to call him Buns of Steel? That's a weird uh, choice. Yeah, I mean... Don't even know the guy like that. I know you were like a Patreon member of them for a while, but I was like, <laughs> hmm. If anyways, the buns of steel, I think it'd be Terry. <laughs> no, uh, we are covering the Black by one Paul E. Cooley. We are fans of the Dead Robot Society podcast, and you folks should definitely check that out. But I, uh, sorry, I'm looking at pictures of naked ladies here. Ooh. They're really elderly. It's not attractive. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I was looking for the book description and it popped up on my Goodreads. I've been reading some weird stuff, man. <laughs> All of it from last night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, anyway, yeah, we both like the Dead Robot Society podcast, but we have not read either of those guys' books. No. no. And I decided, well, fuck, we definitely got to change that up. Yeah. I'm not a huge into, like, the space opera type stuff. But I like me some horror. Yes. And this is titillating. Titillating? Tantalizing. Making up words. Dude, I need to fucking smoke some crack real quick. Is that all right? Hey, how come you... Can you get, like, crack and vape perform? I uh, Probably. I mean... It's a rock. How do you get oil from a crack rock? Yeah, I don't know, man. Science? This weekend in Pittsburgh, your mission is to find this out. Vape crack rock. (laughs) Vape crack rock. All right. The Black. Under 30,000 feet of water, the exploration rig Leaguer has discovered an oil field larger than Saudi Arabia. Fuck. That is big, right? big. With oil so sweet and pure, nations would go to war for the rights to it. But as the team starts drilling exploration well after exploration well in their race to claim the sweet crude, a deep rumbling beneath the ocean floor shakes them all to their core. Something has been living in the oil, and it's about to give birth to the greatest threat humanity has ever seen. That's pretty pretty bold. Yeah. And you know what? I would say the book lives up to that description. Yeah, yeah that's pretty accurate. And also one... Paul E. Cooley, I think, loves him some oil, because that man knew a lot about yeah, oil. Yeah, a lot of oil and tech, techy stuff. All right, let me bring up my very crude notes I took for this, because I didn't want to just ramble endlessly like we do for most podcast episodes. Um, I got a smattering of negative things to say about yeah. this book, it's good but a lot of more positives. Let's do, we do the negatives, to get, to get those out of the way, and then we can focus on the positives. That's the way I like it. <laughs> I am not going to go into all these characters and stuff right away, and 
like, I don't really want to give away the book though too much. Like, I don't know if we should go like ending spoilers. It's been out for a while. Yeah, I mean, what like oh six or or sixteen, like two thousand fifteen, fourteen, yeah, fourteen. So yeah. I don't think it'll be. But what if they option it for a movie? I can see this as a movie. I could that I, as reading it, I that's what I was thinking. Like I could see this being played out on a, or even like a mini series yeah. or something like that. It had um as like when we were reading it, I told you which I didn't know until the end when he actually described one of his inspirations for the book was the thing. Yeah. Because I got a the thing feel for this. Mm-hmm. It was uh just like the monster, but not even just the monster necessarily. The uh, isolation, because they're on an oil rig yeah. out in the middle of the ocean, and uh, it kind of you know brings up like the things themes of isolation in Antarctica, you know, kind of dangerous climate, and then also you know they got a brewing storm coming, and mm. there's a good tension with that, and that was like just quite literally forecasting on like yeah. forecasting weather, forecasting plot points, like the foreshadowing, yeah, was for- there for sure. I'll go into that in a little bit more in See, detail, I, but I'd say with the oil, like you got like the thing which I totally get to. But as me reading it, I, I kept on having like a hard time when I was picturing the black as just not kind of like this huge like venom, venom like yeah I was symbiote kind of thing. Yeah, for anybody who's not read this, the uh, central the central plot is you have a team of what was it four people. You had Calhoun, the engineer. Yeah, like all the kind of the, the like the tech and um, yeah. So you had Calhoun was the engineer. You had uh, Catfish, Craig Stanley, Catfish, who was the computer guy. JP was the diver. Shauna Sigler was the geologist. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was their crew, and they go on this oil rig, which obviously has an established crew, a shitload yeah. of guys, and you get some cool clashing between Calhoun. And I wasn't sure how to pronounce this guy's name. Martin Vabrel? Yeah, I wasn't 100%. V-R-A-E-B-L. He's the rig chief. So you get, like, kind of these, like, two older characters uh, battling almost, yeah. you know, like alpha male type shit. I both, like that. Both, uh, both people who have been two, in... Yeah, two leaders. Been, yeah, who've been in the game for a long time and know, know their shit. Mm-hmm. But you get these... Uh, the crew and during their exploration because they have to test the oil that they're drilling for to make sure you know it's pure and there's oil there and yeah. all kinds of shit like that and what they end up doing is uncovering the black they think it's this really really impossibly pure oil with no like sediment or anything yeah. in it and it turns out it's like you said like a symbiote almost it's this uh this stuff that's living and it cannot i also got like a um like an actual, like, uh, oh, like a Cthulhu without really re- reading that stuff, but just like knowing, like, the HP Lovecraft stuff, like, vaguely. Well, when they're drilling, they got these tube worms and they're surrounded, like, a big eye, I think it yeah. was, or something. There's, like, a big creature down there. It actually doesn't give away that point, I don't believe, in this book, but there's a monster that lurks. But the, uh, what was, what was the black? It's blood. Like, if it touches you, it melts you, and, like... I think the black was just a part of the being. Like, I think, like, when they drilled through the floor that it was, like, underneath, like, the rock bed it was underneath, I think it brought it up. Well, yeah, I, but I thought the black was uh, whatever monster that uh, lurks maybe. there. I thought it was his... That's what Calhoun was saying. And okay. The, that it was, like, it's blood or something. And it, you know, if it touches you, it not just touches you, it attacks you, but it fucking, like, just melts your skin yeah. and it kind of absorbs you and turns you into, like, more of the black. So that was very interesting. But I don't want to go into all that just yet. 
But uh, so basic plot point: they're trying to get oil. Yeah, some shit goes awry, yeah. and then like we said, there's also a storm on the horizon, which was, you know, very. I really like the tension that brought because you knew from the very beginning this big tropical storm was probably going to yeah. hit them, but you didn't know when, and it just kept. Building. Through the whole thing, the tension just built with that. The whole book takes place between like maybe a, not even a week. Yeah, it's, like it's, four or five days at the most. I think it was. Yeah, it's pretty fast paced when it comes to like the timeline. There weren't, uh, you know, from the start till all shit, you know, all hell breaks loose. The thing, there's a few things I didn't like. I'll get to those right now. First thing, I and I think this could turn a lot of readers off from reading the whole book. Like for me, the first like fifty pages or so. Nothing happened, really. I mean, they were yeah. just talking, like, a lot of the tech stuff you were saying and introducing the characters and stuff. But it gets super fast-paced the second half of the book. Oh, yeah. Like, just nonstop action and stuff, which is awesome. But the first half, it... I just want to say that you could easily get bored with it if it weren't interested in, like, the oil well talk yeah. and all that stuff. And I think he would have... Did himself a service by adding just, like, some minor drama in, like, the first act of the book. Even if it's just, like, a fist fight or minor explosion. Just something to keep the readers like, okay, some shit's happening. Yeah. I mean, he did use, like, you know, the tropical storm and a couple things he was building tension with. But I think that definitely would have helped if he uh, just added a little drama at the beginning there. Yeah. Either that or just maybe introduce the black a little earlier, but not and uh see I, I, that's the thing though i like the way he introduced the black because he had this really cool scene where i think she's like a geologist the yeah lady who's uh what was her name again sigler yeah yeah shauna sigler she was testing she has to test the oil and stuff and then they send it off to houston and they do bigger tests as she's testing at first she just thinks it's oil and then she's like oh it's really pure oil but then as she goes through it she realizes how impossible the oil is yeah. and then he does a really like cool scene where it's just, uh, she's, like, scared of the fucking yeah, thing for some reason, but doesn't know why. It, it, it starts to bubble. Yeah, it starts and, bubbling. And oil doesn't bubble. No, and there's no air in it, and it was just, uh, there's no water in it or anything. It was just way too pure. And the way he describes it, though, even though he's, like, uh... I think, it, like, it cracked a beaker, I think. I don't think it cracked a beaker. I thought it, uh... Maybe it did. I forget. I thought it couldn't go through, like, the, what is that, Pyro, Pyro-X or something? Like the plastic yeah. glass or whatever. Like I don't think like it shattered it. I think like it just like expanded it a little bit and like or maybe it wasn't maybe that was it. Maybe that wasn't as much in the beaker and then more like, you know, once they heated it or something. Well it, it ends up getting out is what happens. Yeah. Obviously they discovered that this thing is not your typical oil. And it was pretty cool. It's not your typical anything, I think. No. I also like he threw in a quick thing at the beginning about uh, Calhoun saying something about I forget what it was. Something was just being a pain in the ass. He does a good yeah. job of just showing like these characters just being irritated. Yeah. And uh, Calhoun said something about retiring, kind of giving a little foreshadowing <laughs> of what might happen to his character. Ooh, I got a page number. Let me check that out. Page seventy-two. Is this still something that you didn't like? I don't know. No, this was a some coup. I was gonna say real quick uh, while you're looking looking for that. I was gonna say the one of the things that I didn't like about it is that like in the beginning a little bit I got kind of confused on some of the characters, especially because like they have nicknames, nicknames, and like he never first name and last name he would use them. 
I mean, like, I and it wasn't like ever like this is you know Cal like uh, what was his first what was Calhoun's first name Thomas Thomas like. Thomas Calhoun, the like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, oh, anytime I hear Thomas or I hear Calhoun, like, it's no, like, at first we heard Calhoun, you had to, whenever he then... If you weren't paying attention, somebody referred to him as Thomas, Thomas like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> who is he talking to? Like, you had to put that together as you read it. And again, as you got into the book, then you started to know that stuff, and it wasn't as bad. But, like, those first couple, like, pages, I was like, wait, who... Because, like, at first I thought Calhoun and Catfish was the same person at first. Cat, yeah, cat, for the first couple pages, I was confused because he, uh, I think Catfish's name was Stanley, his yeah. last name. And, but uh, you didn't like you never hear him be called Stanley until like halfway through the book. Yeah, I didn't realize like so when he called him Catfish, I was like hey, it's Catfish. But then he called him Craig a couple times. Like well, who the fuck is Craig? Yeah, like cause I was, some of the times I was reading this, I was just tired or you know it was late at night. I was like, wait a minute, who the fuck are these people now? Uh, yeah, so he could have probably did a better job clearing that up a little. What I was looking for is just is like a JP the diver guy having a dream about monsters or something. Oh, yeah. I just thought that was cool because you know another little bit of foreshadowing perhaps. Some there was a set of writing, not necessarily dialogue tags, but just some things that he had in here that were fine at first, but then Heavy. overused, and I got a little irritated. Um, everybody, sucking. everybody was sucking teeth, and like and like again, like it'd be one thing if it was like if this was like. Calhoun. Like, every time you... Just him. Hit, like, Calhoun sucked his teeth. Everybody was sucking their teeth. Like, Calhoun sucked his teeth when he did that. But it's like, like who's sucking this many... Like, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I heard somebody suck their teeth. I don't... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of teeth sucking, tongue clicking, and... Uh, Fence clenching. Yeah, that's also the, the fist clenching and unclenching. Not just yeah. clenching, and unclenching. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure if he was... Uh, Aware that he wrote those same things too many times because they were very prevalent throughout the book. Yeah, and they go obviously because I noticed it. I mean, one or twice, one or two times would be okay, but especially too because like I know whenever I write, that's something that I'm all like I'm very aware of mm-hmm. when when I'm maybe not when I'm doing my first draft, but whenever like you know you're cleaning things up and stuff like that. That's something that I'm very awareness when it comes to my own work. So I think like that whenever you're reading somebody yeah, else, kind of point it out. Yeah. Well, um, that's where like Scrivener comes into play. Or, you know, comes in handy because it has a feature that it'll show you your most used words and your most used like phrases. Yeah. Like, you can look up a phrase and be like, "Am I clenching and unclenching too much?" Yeah. <laughs> your anus, or <laughs> I mean, it depends. Um. Oh, also, everybody's fucking color was draining from their face. Yeah. It's a lot of that. A lot of people. I don't think I marked this one down, but I'm pretty sure I remember a lot of people opening their mouths, not saying anything, and then oh, closing yeah, them. Yeah, opening and then closing their mouths. I just thought of, like, a bunch of old people gumming, like... <laughs> well, that's why, like, the seat, it goes with the, um, the, the, the teeth sucking, too, like, yeah, they all older people, so... I guess, uh, yeah. Nah. You trying to tell us something, Paul? <laughs> or are you going through some, some elder... I don't think you're that old, but going through some elderly episodes where you're sucking your teeth <laughs> and opening your mouth a lot... <laughs> I just see him as he's writing the whole thing. He's just... <laughs> just as he's typing the story. Terry's bothering him from like, you know, he has him on the hangouts or something. He's sitting there pissing him off so he keeps clenching it. Yeah. It's like, shut up, you stupid cats, man. I like Terry's cats. <laughs> when they have him on the video and you can watch uh, it. See, I, I, I'm, I'm mostly just audio. I, yeah, I usually just listen to it. But when I was a Patreon or a patron, I always uh, checked out the videos because they had like the... Yeah, I mean, you might as well yeah. if you're paying for it. Yeah, sir. 
I'm pretty sure Catfish was Paul. I kind of got that vibe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I don't know if he does network. I remember the, listening in the past episode, but it talking about his long hair. No, he definitely had long hair. He's a tech guy. Yeah. Computer guy. He obviously knew his shit when he was talking uh-huh. about Yeah, I was going to, yeah, I, I thought that too. And we'll talk about something else about that at the end when we get to, like, the end of the story. And I remember from the video, you know, seen on the videos, I think Paul was always hitting the vape pen too. And this guy was definitely yeah. vaping. Monster. And I mean, I'm just saying, though, Catfish is one of, like, only a few people live in this book, and he's one of them. Yeah, and and then, but did you catch the Terry? There was a Terry that got murdered. Whoa. It was just like a crewman. It was oh yeah. The, like they, I don't think they ever gave a last name, but I figured that was probably because they talk about killing each other in the in each other's books, you right. know. So I figured that was probably just Terry. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, he also mentioned Jake Bible. Yeah. Well, isn't the uh, the um, the lady, the geologist like Siegler? Isn't that what's his face's last? Yeah, yeah that's Siegler. The, yeah. yeah, the last name. Yeah, that's pretty cool. We catch these things. All right, let's see what the boo. And, and like that's not necessarily like a negative thing. No, uh, I like that. Yeah, but the, I yeah, I did notice that. I wanted to bring that up if that if you noticed that. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of the Terry one. I was so focused on the other stuff. Um, this is just a wonderful sentence, and I, I'm thinking about getting this tattooed on my arm now. <laughs> Guy fucking ham is hilarious. Yeah. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, there's just a the guy got fired for fucking a ham, and yeah. he, put, he drilled a hole in a ham, and then he put it in the ceiling. And, and he I get, kept it for weeks. Until it got all gross. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. That tickled my fancy right there. Lit thick, that is not. <laughs> Oh, man, they got another page number, and it relates to the ham fucking. Oh, yeah? And the book is pretty well, like, uh, like the, the, the cover art on it is really nice. Yeah, so those, I really like the cover. It's cool. The, the, the page, the paper itself, I mean, it's good. It's probably what something we would use, you know. Better be than fucking a lot of the Barnes and Noble paperbacks, I guess. Yeah. Like those cheap ones. It kind of reminded me of, like, just called, like, computer paper. Yeah, I guess. But, again, like, whenever we do our books, that's probably what we're going to have to do. I mean, it's probably... Cost you know, efficient. Yeah. Oh, man. Where is this scene? But it's not like, as you read it, like, you were smearing words because the ink was coming off of it or anything like that. Like, that was all... Mm-hmm. Tip shop, tip top, and I kind of like the size of it. I, I know whenever we first got it, we were we were both surprised on like because it's like a it's a bigger, thinner book. I was expecting like you know one of those like short, stubby kind of like <laughs> like you know like paperbacks. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the size of a of a hardback, but it's paperback. Yeah, yeah, it made for a nice reading. Yeah, feel. it like made that. it easy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I what this page note is. Just something about making somebody their ham. Mm. I don't know. Maybe one of the cooks, like... I think it was a threat, maybe? maybe. Or is he talking sexually about somebody? I'm not sure. I forget. I liked how he wrote the chaos that would happen. There wasn't these long, drawn-out scenes. They just came on quickly like it was yeah. real life. Like, if some shit goes down, it happens in, like, you know, blink of an eye sometimes. That's how some of the stuff in this book was, where... Like, somebody would get killed, it was just like, they turn around, all of a sudden, fucking murdered. Yeah. Awesome, disgusting death scene. The very, like, clever thing about it, too, is the way he did it, and because of, like, what the black is, like, a lot of times... Oh, oh, here's another one. Every, the, the sizzling of bacon. I mean, which is a little bit more... 
kind of acceptable because like that's what when people were getting cooked by the black he said it, it was uh, the sizzling of bacon like the smell and the sound so that one's a little bit more acceptable but that one was used quite a lot what you know after it you know after all that stuff started but um but he, he didn't really have to describe too much of like how the people got murdered because they just they were gone like you know what i mean the yeah. things they sizzled like they, bacon yeah they sizzled like bacon as they died, they clenched and unclenched their fists. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I, uh, I don't know what a rating for this book would be, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Other than, like, the first 50 pages, I was interested, but I did find myself like, yeah, I could take it or leave it, until I got to, like, the action started picking up. Now, do you think, because um, I, I was kind of feeling, especially towards the end, the action, as it was picking up, it was almost kind of like, picking up too much it was yeah, you think it maybe piled it in because it wasn't in well, the first because like, think about that last scene like after they like they set the explosion I mean like, and I kind of get it but like you know she wakes up and like everybody else is dead but you don't really know how or like what happened to him like you think the one person like the person on fire was uh the what's his name uh we couldn't pronounce his name Vish, Vat, oh yeah and you're like i think it's him but like and then the calhoun's just laying face down on like on his face just like mumbling or something mm-hmm. like that i think you could have found a way to like explain like yes dude did get catched on fire the rest of the uh you know crewmen like fell in the you know fell into the ocean like mm-hmm. that you know like that kind of stuff was it just the two of them at the end that survived? Was that the I only two so. that made I, it? That's what I got, but it didn't seem 100% clear. Because like, they both were just kind of cuddling each other at the end. Like, somebody yeah. should be keeping a lookout for a boat or, like, where they're going. Or a monster. Or, like, drive. Yeah, like. <laughs> so, that kind of stuff. Like, I thought it we could have used, like, like there's, in, like, another ten pages, maybe. Like, five or ten pages just to, like, kind of let yeah. that stuff breathe a little bit. I mean, it was the big climax, like. There was one guy who um, just fell and smacked his head off the ground, and it just caves in his whole face. It's like, yeah. were you, are you made of glass? How did that happen? Yeah. Like, how hard did that guy fall where he just... Because I'm pretty sure Calhoun, either face Calhoun or the other guy, yeah, and didn't just cave in their whole head. But one guy, his whole fucking head caved in. Yeah. They said, like, I think they picked him up. His eyeball was like, that was gross, but I didn't understand how that guy died so easy. Um, I liked how the black, because the, the light is what its weakness is, so if they have really high-powered lights... There was a you know a cool scene where the storm's coming and it finally turns to night. They're on deck yeah. and the blacks coming after them and they get all these lights and they put it in a circle and they're sitting in the circle and the blacks just surrounding them on the outside and because the lights are so bright they can't see outside yeah. of the circle but they know the blacks there. Yeah. That was pretty cool and uh, of course a couple guys got snatched up anyway. Yeah, and they got sizzled like bacon. Sizzled like bacon. He did do a good like a good job because it's like knowing you know this is the first thing that we read, but just from listening to that podcast that they like to kill their characters, and then he's like you know introducing all these characters, and you're like I kind of like this guy. He's gonna die probably though. Yeah, he was but fucking then, kidding when he says he kills all his characters. Like he kills almost all his characters. Because like, I, like, I kind of like I like the uh, towards the end the um. The big Bill was his name. Bill, like the big burly guy that was towards the end. He like went up to get the um. He was with the team that uh, went to help uh, try to go oh, yeah. and went rescue the the two guys that were. Did he get snatched in like his head or something? Uh, he just like at the end, like 
before like uh, they got to do the explosion, like he just kind of disappeared because like he was kind of off to the side, and uh, because yeah. nobody noticed the black was coming through the exploded window that they used to escape. Mm-hmm. out of that high up building that it would slowly like ooze down that and then was able to like and then took him you know and it says that it took him and then nobody noticed but like just kind of like oh yeah i think he could have got like a cool death like i would have seen him like get like stabbed in the middle of the chest or something fighting it or something through, yeah, like yeah, you something. know something and then just like oops i didn't like jp's death either i mean it was cool how i was describing stuff uh, well you don't even really see it that's what i'm saying i liked uh when he's taught, like, he ends, I think, the chapter with when JP dies. It's like, he, I, I want to say something like he... he, like, fell asleep and it would be the last time or something yeah. like that. Um, but, yeah, he just, like... Just... And, it, and it took me a minute, like, after they... Because they eventually go into his room and his cots are, like, burning and stuff. Yeah. And it literally took me, like, and I don't even know why, like, a good amount of pages after reading it until, like, in my head, I was like, oh, that's probably, that's probably JP's room. Like, yeah. you know, they didn't, they didn't state that it was his, like, oh, they made it into JP's, like, you know, cabin and his bunk was bed. And like, oh, yeah, that's because of the thing, probably. And it's like, you know, I don't know. It took me just, uh, and that could just be me, you know, yeah. just me. I wasn't paying attention, you know, reading it. I'm pretty sure he stayed in JP's room when they went in. Oh, there. maybe. I, thought, I mean, he made it clear it was JP that. Did know. they ever say what happened to the doctor? He killed himself. Did he? I know, like, he was talking about killing yeah, they, himself, he, but I, I couldn't see if he actually did it or I not. I thought it was pretty cool how he built that up because the doctor was in the med bay or somewhere and it was, like, safe there. Yeah. And then, but he knew that, like, the whole time the creature's outside making noise and he can hear it and it's going to get him eventually. And then he, when he does finally get brave enough, because he's thinking about taking uh, morphine to die, or then he's thinking, well, what if I just let it kill me? You know, he was going over mm. scenarios of dying. He opens the door to see if there's any way out, and the whole place is, like, destroyed, and he'll fall through the floor and all this yeah. shit. And then he goes in, and he just takes the morphine, I guess. Yeah. And it doesn't say he takes the morphine, just... Uh, he, has it, he has it, like, ready. Like, he like, sits yeah. it on the table. So, yeah. He, uh, and I like the... Uh, correspondence that they do with that scene with him talking to the because like they send like how you mentioned they sent a sample out to houston yeah which if you're familiar with this series at all that's where i think like that's where like the other book is mm-hmm. is that is in houston yeah yeah because uh that sample they sent to houston i guess it fucking did what it did to them probably you start killing people but they they pretty much they got quarantined and the doctor's the only one that knows that they're not coming to save them. Yeah, they're just going to if anything fucking nuke the whole. Well, I think thing. well Calhoun and them kind of know too. Well, yeah, like, but they still had hope that yeah, maybe I, they can trick them into getting off, like you know, kind of make it like oh, there's a fire or something. Yeah. Not saying that they're possibly infected or whatever it was. Also, another death that kind of uh, was cool was uh, I think his name was Steve Gomez. The, it was kind of like the right hand man who ran. Oh them. yeah, he kind of just like uh, um, bursted from the inside out, kind of. Yeah, like. that was your burster scene. And again, like that was a lot of like that was Bill telling us that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like it just kind of came out. Other than him, like go diving into that scene and describing what was happening, you know. Yeah, yeah. There, th- I do feel that there was so many character deaths that he just started introducing new characters on the spot. And then they would die. Yeah, because yeah. it was just like, because you don't really... There's like a big bearded dude that came in for a minute, and then he died, and... Because other than, like, the one diver and maybe, like, one other crewman, you don't... You don't... You just you know of the crewman, but you're not introduced to any of them mm. until you need people that need to die. What happened to the Ukrainian diver guy? That guy was kind of cool. He... Yeah, he... 
Did he explain? Did he explain what happened? Like, I don't remember. Maybe did did he go in the explosion? The that started like whenever. Maybe because like I think that's where they lost a lot of crew, like a good, good bit of crewmen in that initial um, explosion. Whenever they drilled into the into yeah. the black. Hmm. So, what what is your opinion on the pacing of this book? I mean, we both talked about you know how it was kind of a slow build at the beginning, but. Once it got into the action, like I, you said, you kind of thought it was a little too fast at times. But would you have changed it if you could have? No, or? like I said, just and and that like, it, it's just the end. It's just like that ending scene. I felt could have been like all the stuff like with the two groups doing the, each mission in the hallway. It's like I thought all that stuff was kind of fun. Was good though. I was kind of getting like I was trying to picture both of the, like these two groups pushing these lamps with like that 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 uh push cart thing yeah through all that like that was the only kind of wonky like well then with like i was like i don't know that i was stuff. having a hard time picturing like that scenario too but just especially the guy the- running backwards too yeah like because it was like a big ass diesel generator i think they were using and they had these big spot like it's not like the lights they were using were like i mean they had a couple like strong flashlights but the like when they were doing that they had like big lights and- yeah I, I was having a hard time kind of picturing what the rig looked like on the inside. Yeah. And, uh, especially when they climb out of the window and then they have to jump to a ledge and then yeah. just, like, jump from the ledge to a ladder or some shit. I had no fucking idea in my mind. what I kept thinking of like the outside of a boat, but I know it's not a boat. Yeah. It's a rig. So I was trying to think what that would look like and I just couldn't picture it. So yeah, that's where you could probably maybe you got an artist to do like a like and like an opening sketch, like um, yeah. of just like the rig, you know, so to give an idea of what it looks like. I mean, when you look on the cover, I was thinking maybe it's like that part. Yeah, maybe. something. But I, I yeah, no, I was, see, I think you'd have to be higher up because you are landing onto the deck. Yeah, it wasn't that below the deck where you just pointed at. Yeah, unless they were like up on the tower. Yeah. I yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I fucking that's one thing. I don't know shit about oil rigs. So yeah, so yeah. Paul knows a lot about oil rigs. Yeah, I mean, I take his word on it, you know. I didn't do the research, so. No, he did, clearly, because there was a lot of oil talking here. How did you like the um, like the description of the black? I thought it was cool, especially when he went into how, you know, just not just like the void of all light, but almost like a black hole, like mm. lights just sucked into it, and just, there is nothing. It's not like looking at something that's just black. It's like looking into, I can't even describe it, yeah. like nothing. And that that was kind of cool. And then like the way it moves and stuff. and uh, I would like, it would spout out like arms and tentacles. Yeah, it had tentacles and, and, and eyeballs. Like, and eyeballs. Did it have teeth too? Or did it just have eyeballs? I thought it had like fangs or something. Like teeth. Maybe suction cup thingies? Like a- that makes more sense. And it, it, uh, it was really cool too because it like polishes all the metal. Yeah, because it eats away like at like the the top layer of it, so you can kind of yeah. tell where it's been or where it hasn't been. Yeah, so they go through a hall and all of a sudden everything's super shiny. They're like, "Oh shit, there's a goddamn monster!" Yeah, because it can eat through wood and pretty much everything but metal and glass. I think. Yeah, yeah, it causes all kinds of fucking mayhem. Destroys the whole rig. Everything's on fire. Oh man. It's chaos galore. If you like chaos, you'll like this book. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of chaos. I really liked how all that stuff was written. I thought that was really cool. I mean, I know it probably sounds like we have a negative view on it just from, like, those, you know, but those writer points I was saying, like, the sucking in the teeth stuff, that stuff is, 
very spare compared to the quality yeah. like of the book itself. And like even as we talk about like the pacing, like it didn't take me long to get through this book. No, it's like it took me something pages. It's not very- it, it took me like a week to read it. Like once I was reading it, like I even during like the slow the slower kind of parts, like his character development mm-hmm. and just like the way he write he he writes it was good enough to you know make it not like a slog or like like work to try to get through it. Mm-hmm. Well, this won a Parsec Award, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it won a Parsec Award. Does he have it written on here? You think he would? I would. You think you'd check out the, either the other books in the series? I was trying to debate that, and I'm not sure. I mean, I was debating that in my head. Because uh, I like the story, and I like where it goes. But one of my problems is it killed off all the characters I liked. Well, you, like you said, like, the, um... The, I think the one's going to be with in that Houston thing, so you're just going to get, like, a whole nether yeah, cast that, of characters. So that almost be, like, a new book, I guess. Yeah, the way I... The way they described it whenever I was looking at them on, on Amazon were, like, they were, like, parallel standalone stories. Okay, yeah, that that makes sense, then. So, like, they, they take, like, you know... Same universe. Say, yeah, same universe. Same antagonist. Because, like, I think... Like the one is like in the hospital, and then the other one I wasn't I wasn't sure about. Like I don't know if it's when it got into, because like I was reading the description of them, and like one makes it seem like it's like the outbreak at the uh, oil center, yeah, or, or the yeah, lab or whatever. Yeah, it is. and then like the other one seemed like maybe there was like sending a team in there. So like, but like I'm not like that. That kind of confuses me. So like um, but, like I want to get it maybe. Maybe instead of like the actual like hard copy, they'll get like an ebook or something. So mm. you're not. I um yeah, I would definitely probably read those. I definitely think like a lab scene would be cool, and also I would imagine those would have the benefit of him not having to go into all the development of the black and yeah. the oil and all that. I shit. I mean, you'd have to do it a little bit just in case for people well, who yeah. didn't read. But like, there shouldn't be a, as much like. Like uh, fifty tech, pages opening yeah, text. I mean, stuff. you probably have to explain some stuff. Maybe like how the CGG is like set up, and maybe how yeah. some of their tests work, but nothing to the extent of like deep sea uh, drilling. I would imagine it's mostly character development, development and action. Yeah, like for the future books, so that'd probably be cool. What about any would? Uh, would you check out any of his other other work periods? I like actually wanted not- to tattoo, or I wanted to check out tattoo. And uh, closet treats. Those no. are, I think both his horror stories. Are they, are they full novels or like one of those like short stories or something? I'm not sure. I thought maybe they were on the shorter side, maybe like a novella or something. I didn't okay. really look into it too much, but I he always talks about closet treats and mm-hmm. people really like that one. And the uh, tattoo just caught my eye. Oh, this is the Garaga stuff too, right? Is that yeah, what, it's like his monster. And when did he got like a new like um. Like what's that derelict stuff? Is that like derelict space? marines? Is like a, I think a space sci-fi. Space I'm not into like the hardcore tech sci-fi. I'm pretty sure that's what he writes. Like how you know the oil yeah. the machinery and the computers. Like how he just like that's like a genre. So that's kind of his bread and butter. It seems. And uh, like if you were into that kind of stuff, like the the tech sci-fi and the tech horror and things like that, you would love the black probably. Yeah. Because that. Like, I was actually interested in the fucking oil process. Like, that's cool. Like, yeah, that kinda... and because he was able to... Exp- it's it's kind of like the um, the Martian. Like, he, the way he explained and talked about it. Made it, it entertaining. Yeah, and it made it interesting and not just like, 
oh, he's throwing numbers at me or like, you know. Yeah, and he did such a good job of describing like the whole oil, the testing process and how they drill and all that shit. That in the those OVs, the AUVs, the yeah. well, I forget that stands for Ottoman, the, the robots that go swimming yeah. for them. They uh kind of like little submarine things the video and test all the geography and shit. Um, he did such a good job of describing all that stuff that I was able to picture everything in the process and how it gets done. So I can open, like somebody started asking about how you fucking, you know, drill oil in the I ocean. Give him a slight idea. Yeah. Before I didn't know at all. I was like, how the fuck do you get, like, <laughs> how does this drill make it through the water without yeah. causing, you know? Uh, I also like him just shitting on BP. Yeah. Because fucking, I hate BP. Well, you've, and you figure that was probably closer to when that happened. Yeah. You know, it's still leaking like thousands of gallons of oil a day or some shit. Seriously? Yeah. It's like nobody just like picking that up, filtering that out and be like, hey, you got some free oil. Like, and it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> That's not only is that like a fucked up thing to have to the environment, and it, it, nothing's getting used for it too. Be like, oh well, at least it's fucking up the environment, but at least we're using it for something. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's just getting ruined in the water, <laughs> killing things. I'm mean, I'm sure at some point you could just light the whole ocean on fire. Um, all right. So, what is your overall rating for this book? I give it about like a four. Four, I, four I, out of five. I also gave it a four. I thought it was. If I didn't drink so much last night, I would do the four shots of whiskey. Yeah, right. We'll just uh, we'll say four. Yeah, we'll just we'll just say we did it. Um, clank, 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 clank. Yeah. Well, that was our terrible review of the black. <laughs> a terrible review of a good book. Yeah, we did not do a good job of covering that. It was not like my House of Leaves breakdown or anything like that. But Wait, also, that, is that better or worse? The house. Well, the House of Leaves. Um, that's more along the lines like the literary style. So I'm e- I'm able to break down that stuff easier because I could, uh, you know, go into the morals of man and what yeah. it means to be human and shit like that. But like with this, it's kind of a cool monster to story. To be or not to be. Toby. It is the question of whether it is nobler to jacket in the night or noblest <laughs> to jacket in the shower where it immediately cleans. <laughs> The tissue or the rag? What do you use? I don't like the rag because it gets crusty and it'll cut when it gets dry. Oh, the driest of rags. You cut my head of my member. Oh, phallus, oh, phallus. <laughs> How do you I'm just come? Gonna, I'm just going to let you go into your Stop me. I mean, I can keep going. <laughs> I want this to be like the after credit scene of the podcast. <laughs> We're flapping in the breeze, free as the evening dove. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Paul, if you end up listening to this and you have to listen to us talk about wieners, but that's how every episode goes, yeah. so kind of got used to it. Yeah, at least it happened at the end. People yeah. kind of, like, left out from, you know, wasn't involved into the actual review. Yeah. Oh, man. If I was more ambitious, I'd do an actual written review and be nice about it, but I just have not been able to do any reviews of anything. I just... Stop caring about reviewing no. stuff. It's just too much. Like, yeah, there's too much media and too many people reviewing shit. And who cares about my opinion? Really? Yeah, just trying to make things entertaining. Um, for you fine listeners, you want to check out our stuff that didn't win any Parsec awards? Go head on over to drunkenpenwriting.com. You can see what we're up to on the Twitter. I don't know when this episode will post, but our coverage of the Wizard World Pittsburgh event we're doing this weekend will be up by then. So yeah, at Drunk Pen Writing on Twitter, you can hit us up on Facebook. 
We have a donations page up now, so that'll fund the podcast that you're listening to, the website hosting, and our current and future projects that we're going to be publishing. Right now, we're working on the anthology for Halloween. But we got other stuff. We got other stuff. We always got other stuff. It's a matter of us actually finishing the stuff. Yeah, doing it. But but it's there. It's there. All right. Well, you folks, enjoy your life. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.